I summon Junk Wind, and with its ability, I return Trash Hatred from my graveyard. But it doesn't end there. With both of them on the field, I can tune Adric to Will and Synchro Summon the Poo Poo Podcast on Tunes! things that you could like only really do on the first take <laughs> right <laughs> that's great if i had tried it twice it just wouldn't work uh-huh. which i think is just how all the lines work for these shows i think that's how all of it was recorded yeah all right this what is the on twos podcast oh, yeah that's me yeah i'm Edric. I, i'm will and to answer your question that you asked prematurely so rudely uh like like uh, just the biggest asshole uh <laughs> we watched Yu-Gi-Oh! 5ds which wow boy boy howdy this one is uh i i had never watched it before me neither and like, heard about I, it and even yeah. like, watched a video essay or two talking about it recently which is funny but I honestly don't remember much about that video essay. Um, I've watched, there's a Yu-Gi-Oh! movie where they put together all of, like, fucking Jaden from GX and Yugi and uh, Yusei all show up (laughs) because there's, like, I don't know, some kind of time travel bullshit. You don't need to explain stuff. It's just someone played cards and then the fabric of space time tore itself asunder and (laughs) all of the all of the MCs from all the Yu-Gi-Oh shows showed up together. I love the I love the intensity of this, of the of the like the both the scale of it and how they just continue to make cards um, like exist and interact with like the the rest of the reality of the show in more and more buck wild ways oh yeah like in the original Yu-Gi-Oh, um it was just yugi and um his his pals his high school pals and a pharaoh that lives Kaiba. in his brain and, um, and joey wheeler just sort of fucking who, around who by the way later on in like one scene i all right so i i watched like 20 episodes of this maybe yeah uh like just off and on i would just throw it on when i'm going to bed of five days and yeah Yeah, and and just like not not pay that much attention yeah but uh like joey wheeler's nephew shows up at some point yeah he's he's for for like one scene evidently like like joey wheeler ended up being kind of a pivotal character um because later on when um uh yugi and the pharaoh like they they make some like decision to never duel again, and so by default, Joey Wheeler becomes the best dueler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for a while, there's something with that, and so Joey becomes like famous and uh, renowned. And like this is a a far future version of this. It, well, I was I was explaining okay. the the bare conceit of the original Yu Gi Oh series, and you interrupted me with Joey Wheeler's nephew. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Um, get the, used to it <laughs> this, <laughs> this show is like it's mind all melting it's is, is just interrupting yeah. the thing that is currently going on with some other bullshit and calling right. it a trap card 
Um, <laughs> or, or just being like, ha, you didn't know that my fucking onboard, like my onboard tricks. <laughs> it's, I, it's constantly. So it, the, yeah. the, the whole show is much funnier if you just acknowledge the fact that nobody can read anybody else's cards. Right. And that, that <laughs> so, is the central conceit to why everything in this show works is because you can't say, Hang on a sec. Can I just go ahead and read that? Oh, that's what that does. Cool. I won't fall into your dumb trap then. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so it started out with just these kids sort of fucking around and um, they they play uh, this card game. But in the in the manga that it's based off of, they play a bunch of games. Yugi like straight murdered people. And Yugi (laughs) murders people. It was like a very dark kind of horror manga. that yeah where he's like solve this rubik's cube or i'll fucking tear your head off um solve my little maze that i lit with gasoline (laughs) and fire honestly it's it's like yeah it's like the riddler yeah and like like, sometimes like the riddler in the the new batman (laughs) and sometimes people are it's like saw yeah it is it is straight up a yeah that is the the conceit but then like what what if saw was the hero but then people started contacting um uh the the writer of the manga and the the production company for or the um the producer for the manga and were like hey when can we play this fucking card game because i want this card game so bad (laughs) and this is like right around the time when uh, Uh. magic and pokemon are popping off and so yep. I think it was Viz, maybe I don't know. It doesn't matter. One of whatever the company was, and I think Bandai ended up being the one to produce the card game. Um, we're like, uh, yeah, we can make a card game. Are you kidding me? I love money. Yeah, why and not? So and yeah, they pop so off. wait, did they try to like base it off of anything? Because as far I I have watched, I used to watch the original show mm-hmm. when I was a kid. And, like, at the time, I, I played, like, a fair bit of Magic, mm-hmm. and I still, like, play a little bit, and I watch this this show, and I have no fucking clue how this game works. Yeah, it is a bonkers game that, like, the whole conceit of it the entire time is that it's bonkers. So, I played it, yeah. like, I, I think I bought a single pack of cards, and my mom was like, uh-uh, we're not doing another one, and... So that's where my my Yu-Gi-Oh career stopped and ended, which was a heroic decision on the part of my mother. Thank you. Right. Um, Because it was like literally when it was, I think it was like the first or second set was was when I I tried to make that happen. And unlike uh, unlike other card games, like, you know, even with Magic, despite all my complaints about it, um, the earlier you got in, the sort of better uh, for that one. But Yu-Gi-Oh! just has this like, right. infinite scaling and infinite replacement. And like they are not afraid to add. Just hardcore it, power creep. Just Not just hardcore power creep, but like straight up completely modifying the game. And, and introducing these new things that like change the way that the core mechanics work is my understanding of it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure... If anybody actually wa- listens to this episode, I'm going to get yeah, added like companions? by people who are like, yeah, they'll add a new companion um, every, you know, set, every every single thing. And then on top of that, they, which I, I think in some senses is kind of good, they'll release from, at least when I was playing, they would release like basically a year after um, something was like extremely powerful in whatever format, or maybe even much sooner than that. 
they would release like oh, they a, would just a, like a boxed in version of like yeah like all the best pre- cards yeah and i respect that in some senses because it like you let people have their their fun and their their fuck shit for a while and then you're just like right. and everybody gets it because it costs twenty dollars at target and right just fucking nuke the secondary market honestly yeah and so i i really respect that part of it um but it's so hard to keep track of so the the base rules of Yu-Gi-Oh, from my understanding and this is half remembered and i'm not looking it up because i think it's funnier um, okay you can play a get, normal summon on a one monster a turn you can play any number of other cards so long as you meet their like requirements for that turn um you can special summon once i think a turn and special summon is um, fusioning or ritual or synchro um, ritual summon is when you're like sacrificing a monster already on your field um, and you need to do that for like when they're a certain power level there's like some amount that you need to um, sacrifice it's like okay. tributes equal to or over the level of the monster being summoned so like there's just like more powerful ones and sometimes you need to sacrifice your boys on the field in order to, yeah. to get them out um, normal summon means I'm just like putting it on the field and there's mm-hmm. like a certain number of stars that it can have and as long as it has fewer than that then you can just normal summon it um synchro summon is the one that gets introduced in this one and it's the only one that i actually looked up and it's fucking bananas i'm gonna just read this paragraph real quick all right let's go synchro monsters are like fusion monsters once the synchro monster is properly synchro summoned it can be special summoned with monster reborn premature burial etc as long as the synchro monster is not returned to the extra deck if the synchro monster is sent to the graveyard without it being summoned, such as by the effect of Gale Dogra, then you cannot special summon it. Performing synchro summon does not start a chain. Yeah. Uh, yes, the mechanics of how a synchro summon are done is quite similar to a ritual summon, albeit mm-hmm. without the ritual spell. During yeah. your main phase right. 1 or without main phase ritual. 2, Good. when the level of a tuner and one other non-tuner monsters you control is equal to the level uh, of a synchro monster yes, you want to summon, su- you can sometimes. declare that you are performing a synchro summon. These tuner and ah. the non-tuner monsters yes, are called the synchro materials. Redundant monsters are irrelevant. In order to synchro mm. summon a synchro monster from your extra deck, you, you add the level of a tuner monster on your field no and the one, level no of another monster an on your field. Deck. That value must equal the level of the synchro monster you wish to summon. A synchro monster or a synchro summon is another type of special summon. After okay, sending I the think, monsters I think they covered from your the side the numbers together. of the field to the graveyard, then you place your synchro, synchro monster from your extra deck in the face-up attack position or defense position on your side of the field. Mm. Did you have fun? Yeah, that was a blast. So they represent this in the show by like they have a tuner monster, which is the one. So like in the first few episodes of the show, they basically only use the same five cards over and over again. And so they'll have one guy. Hey, then, it doesn't really stop. Um, like you, you say just has the same goddamn deck the whole time. He just yeah. gets that dumb dragon in there. And it makes a little bit more sense to, to some degree because you have the what what the synchro monster basically is 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 a companion it is like the thing you have an extra deck alongside your deck that you can special summon guys out of that are like related to your tuner monster and so you're basically just like okay. leveling up your one guy and you always have access to these other ones all right but anyway i mean that kind of makes sense we're almost done um we're done with the synchro monster part but with the okay. core mechanics of the game you have life points <clears throat> i think what three thousand four thousand something like that four thousand life points. i think four thousand yeah they 
They had if one I remember match correctly where they had three, and I don't know looking why. Looking at the show. Um, and That's you can attack probably your just opponent. someone fucked up the math. Probably. <laughs> just the, the graphic was wrong for a minute. Um, you can like, attack whoopsie. your opponent directly only if they have no monsters. Um, if they have monsters, you need to attack the monsters. If a monster is in defense position... Um, then it gets attacked and it dies and that's fine. Nothing else happens. But if a monster is okay. in attack position and it gets attacked, um, then it, when it dies or if it dies, any of the like overflow damage, um, so anything that's bigger than its attack, like overflows and deals oh, damage to your all opponent. Right. So that's why having that, something in attack mode so is risky. This makes so much more sense. Yeah, and that's the the core of it, really. Um, monsters can also attack on the first turn that they are summoned. It's like everything has haste. Um, Wait, they can? Except for the very first turn, I think. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. I was going to say, because like, goddamn, people should have just gotten absolutely shithoused in like no time. <laughs> I mean, I, that from my understanding of how Yu-Gi-Oh is played um, in real life, people do just get shithoused. Every single yeah, like, where it's it just is a... like what it tur- that's my understanding is that it's basically like just turn one, turn two, everybody the game yeah yeah gets obliterated or doesn't, and if you don't get obliterated on the turn, then you probably are winning the next turn right. And so in that sense, this the the anime version of these these battles is is pretty accurate to um to what happens except for the whole nobody can read each other's cards deal yeah that's the god that's the whole thing with this (laughs) show that like blows my mind at like just as a person who has played card games just watching them be like oh no i had this on board trick like this thing that was just (laughs) sitting on the field that you could have fucking read and you didn't you idiot now now you lose yeah (laughs) like and, and not of... even the like face down cards, not even those right. just things where it's like my monster had this ability this whole time. And now you lose. Exactly. Like, that was written on the card. What the yeah, fuck is they don't happening? Get to read those because they put them inside of their dual discs and you can't read a card yeah. that's in a dual disc. <laughs> and so all you see is the big monster that operates yeah. into reality. Like, ah. um, and so uh, going all the way back to the, the very first Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, this was popping off and so they're like let's make an anime out of this let's make a real card game and it it picked up it became the third most popular card game after pokemon and magic which is like kind of amazing because those two are like some of the largest media franchises and at the time yeah were so much bigger than every other media franchise and right. so and this is gibberish and this is gibberish but it still was extremely popular and so much so that like it continued to be extremely successful and the story about 5ds that is interesting is that 5ds is what the um uh the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh, whose name i'm blanking on right now which is fucking embarrassing um that's okay i should know it too yeah you're the research guy Yu-Gi-Oh. this is this is um kazuki takahashi um when takahashi sort of agreed to do i think it was when he agreed to do the movie or one of these other things don't quote me on any of this shit um (laughs) he basically said but i'm gonna do one more season of Yu-Gi-Oh, but it's gonna be the one that i want to fucking do and 5ds is that show like 5ds is the one that he wanted to like is is the one of the stories that he like 
wanted the one to where tell. He's like, I yeah, I want to I want to tell my post apocalyptic Yu Gi Oh story. It's time to combine or, Akira like, and Yu Gi Oh finally. Yeah. <laughs> and I gotta say, it's kind of fucking awesome. So they have every time they escalate this, it started out as a way to escalate the like paraphernalia that you needed to buy in order to play Yu-Gi-Oh! And so they had these things called dual right. discs where it like attached to your arm and was a uh, portable playing field. And it looked sick in like uh, the original Yu-Gi-Oh! It thing that like, rotates out on your arm. You play a card there. And then there's like some the thing holographic that, the field thing that, that Kaiba that's really made. funny to me that's <laughs> extremely funny is whenever they're like inside and they're like, why don't we play a card game? And then they have to go outside to like an enormous it's field. Too big. They, they, <laughs> like, they, it'll fuck shit like, up too much. Like, what the fuck is it? Why do you need to go to a basketball court <laughs> to play a card game? What the hell is happening? You need something much bigger than a basketball court, especially <laughs> right. in 5Ds. Because in 5Ds, you're on a fucking motorcycle and you're playing your card game. Sometimes. Are you fucking kidding but me? Sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're not if they can't, if they're too poor to afford a motorcycle. A then big, you can get motorci- off of your motorcycle. Well, that, it's not even that. Like, they, they do this tournament later on, and, <laughs> like, on, only you say and Jack have motorcycles. It's because when you're on a motorcycle, the only additional benefit that you get is that you get speed counters every turn. Um, yeah, which speed counters, all it is. Oh is just yeah, like a there was one resource. other guy in the tournament that had a motorcycle. Yeah, and he he was like some cultist guy, but then he got beat up by some previous champion who who jumped in there, and oh the God. tournament organizer was just like, "No, that's cool. That's cool. Like, let." Let that just happen. I know this guy didn't, uh, we didn't invite him, but you know what? Let him. <laughs> um, I have a, a bit more information about uh, the creation of Yu-Gi-Oh. So in the original one shot in, in the manga, this card game was was intended to be, yeah, a thing that just existed once. And it was called Magic and Wizards, directly in reference to Magic the Gathering. <laughs> um, and the the card game's name was changed to Dual Monsters in the original and in the in the anime adaptations. And um, some they received so much fan mail about Magic and Wizards that they decided to extend the arc specifically with the card game. And then from there, it yeah shot off and became its now own, i'm just curious if that like first that was 96 like if that one shot was actually like did the game actually look cool like was it not just fucking gibberish like it tends to be in the show i mean because uh, otherwise in... like why why would you text like why would you email them and be like i think they were I literal want, i want to play letters, this non-shit game <laughs> I think it was physical. I don't think you recall how lame games were in 1996. Like, fucking yeah. Crazy Bones was popping off then. And can you imagine, like, and, and magic was still this, like, esoteric, hellish thing that, like, existed also in Mythos. Like, when I first saw Magic Cards, I'm like, I don't know how to fucking play this game either. And I sure as shit am not being told how to play it by a manga. Like, right. I barely know how to play Pokemon. I've got Pokemon cards. And now I see, as a consumer of Pokemon, these things that are, like, hardcore Pokemon with knives and fucking dragons that are knives. Like, yeah, I'm in. I Yeah. 
I don't I don't know how to play this game. I don't know, but it looks there playable were also like so, so many shitty card games coming out back then. I remember when I lived in Australia, there was like a <laughs> bunch of kids that played like this Star Wars card game. Where oh, I got it was some like, of those from oh, garage sale. Yeah, you, you, you gotta make a you gotta make a planet, and then you gotta like put all your people on the planet. That one was <laughs> like they tried to make an RTS into yeah. a card game, and it was just unplayable mess but some people still attach to it and with any of these things it's just like can i get critical mass enough that when i go to a game store somebody will want to play this game with me and right. as long as you've got that then you're in baby that's a million dollar <laughs> game much more than a million dollars um uh, yeah so anyway so then five d's <laughs> <laughs> so five d's opens on satellite or uh, it opens on specifically not satellite city it, it opens yeah it opens on jack atlas jack atlas is the king uh, hello it's me jack atlas i swear to god <laughs> i had it on the english version for funny about as fucking until he said those words and i'm like oh, uh-uh wait was I'm there out. all right there's no there's no Japanese version on. Uh, I watched it on Amazon Prime. Where did uh, you? I watched it on Verve and uh, and. Oh wait, it Verve had, had it. Verve had it the whole it. time. Oh my god! I could have watched it in Japanese. It was so oh, good my in god. Japanese. Yeah. Okay. I, think I, I you wouldn't have been able to watch as many episodes because probably not. I did have to I focus w- on it the whole time. Yeah, was not paying any attention. Right. Right. But, Aside from when when they would do shit like I don't know mention oh he has oh god that was episode three there's a point at which they're like he has four minutes and he has to he has four minutes and he has to go four miles or something like that and i like Uh just quick did the math in my head and it's like he has to be going 240 miles an hour Um, (laughs) so the the reason for that's it's funny that you say that because the reason for that that like mishap in there is because the original calculation is in kilometers and okay and here's it, the thing he's going 250 kilometers an hour and he has and they don't talk about the distance in the japanese version they just oh, say all right. he has to go a distance and so they probably just like took that 250 kilometers an hour that he's traveling and may have even even like swapped out the the km reading to miles an hour to just MPH. straight miles yeah they did not they that did not? definitely was it still oh read god. in kph oh my god because they did a well, i've i've read that they did a lot of cutting of the english version like a lot changed c- between the two and and this happens like throughout all of the um the like renditions of Yu-Gi-Oh, where because there's one that's like gunslingers and like viz edited out around all of the the like every single gun in the show to wear no guns no guns and so they took a whole show about west wild west gunslingers and edited every single gun out of it there's a bunch of stuff in this story as well because like the whole theme in this story is that the there's the the big city and king is over there um being Mm a and uh, basically uh you know pro sport player of of our analogy and then there's satellite city which is just the shit island where they throw all their garbage where, yeah where you're not allowed to play card games and then where you throw the criminals <laughs> yeah um the, the like criminals and seemingly just whoever <laughs> yeah whoever i mean if you're born there you're born there and that sucks to be you 
um, which seems to be what happened to Yusei, our protagonist. Yeah, it seems that way. But so I did look up some of the actors while I was watching because uh, that's the one nice thing with Amazon Prime is that if you're oh, watching, you can look at it. Yeah, you can just click the click the X-ray thing, and it's like, oh, here are all the actors in this scene. And it's just like, okay, everyone in this, like, pretty much universally, everyone in this was in, like, Sonic X and a couple of Pokemon shows and uh, some some Blue's Clues thing. What? I mean, yeah. that tracks with how um, Blue Blue's Clues and you. The uh, freaking like, animations, or not the animations, the freaking, like, delivery of all the these voices. voice lines. The voices, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely absurd. Absolutely absurd. And, yeah, so I, I listened to the first 15 seconds, and he's like, I'm king. I'm the greatest there ever was. And I'm I just got this clicking under control. immediately. I switched over. Don't worry, there. I'm the greatest duelist there ever was. <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard that you say his delivery is... No, he's good. Is good, yeah. 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 He's like... Good enough that to some degree there's like some debate over whether or not the um, English or Japanese is more more fun or more interesting. That's cool. Uh, he's he's good enough for a Yu-Gi-Oh protagonist. Yeah, like they all kind of have the same delivery. What like <laughs> I mean, I did it in the intro where it's just like I'm going to do this, but wait, that's not all. I've got <laughs> you've activated my trap card. Like yeah. that type. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Oh. Where it's like very, very hard diction. <laughs> Every single word is said as though it is being forced out of your mouth like a gun. Right. The other thing is like, at least with this, like with the original show, it didn't make sense that they were yelling. But in this one, they're, they're on <laughs> motorcycles. So it kind of makes sense that they're yelling at each other because they're a hundred yards away. <laughs> I just wonder if there were and like, I don't know. Over the volume of the motorcycles that they're on revving up. Yeah. Like how many kids did this inspire to like ride around their bikes in a cul-de-sac not enough <laughs> try, could have been more try to play Yu-Gi-Oh at the same time could have been more damn i think the addition like, of a bikes so, of the bikes is a great kid, fucking play i i bet some kid died no will <laughs> there's i mean there's not probably than... some story where like they were trying to play card games oh while riding their bikes around and he just slammed into a, a signpost not anymore than fucking uh, bike riders generally. Uh, you clown. I, I mean, are yeah, are bike riders normally trying to like read a book while they're going? <laughs> I have seen a couple. Oh god, yeah, I've seen. Oh, one of my favorite ones of those was uh, I. I was uh, at a convenience store and I saw someone come out to their scooter, uh-huh. um, and. They had like a hot dog and a slushy, and oh they like just sat down oh, on their no. scooter and just kind of like looked at the handlebars <laughs> and were like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. I can't, I can't do all of this." <laughs> yeah, this isn't happening. Oh man, they should have committed to it. They should have strapped a dual disc to their arm and balanced the slushy on it. Yeah, that's their mistake. That's the. Other, I think at some point it mentions like autopilot on the bikes yeah they there is there is autopilot while they are while they are gaming 
But I also yeah. have direct control over it, so who fucking knows? I'm trying to look up the type of uh, the type of motorcycle that Jack's motorcycle is. The like the one, one the huge full... wheel one. Yeah, yeah, because those are just like they exist, but it's kind of hog wild that that's the first one that they show you. And I don't think we see a motorcycle that has hubs for monowheel. Oh wait, no, no, the cop, the cops one is like a normal it's motorcycle. A normal motorcycle, yeah. I do yeah. love that the cops are immediately antagonists in the in the show. Not even antagonists. Oh yeah, just like well, I mean, forces of evil. Your your protagonist is a ruffian underclass. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so I mean, of course. Yeah. This is this this one in particular is literally class warfare. Um. Will the ah, the screenshot the the thumbnail of this picture that's in Madison that's like in front of the Capitol building? Okay, am huh. I wrong? No, that's one hundred percent what that is. Wheel close to the ground. <sighs> yes, yes, definitely close to the ground. Yeah, these are nuts. It seems like it'd be so easy to just like ride it wrong, Die. And crunch your leg. Yeah, yeah. But hey, I mean, like any anything that you I do, guess, I is, guess uh, if it just drives itself, then yeah. Yeah, that's funny. This is riding around Madison. Huh. You could go. Uh, you could go find. Well, this guy. I haven't. Andrew I Mueller. haven't seen him, but I want to see if we can set up a duel between Andrew Mueller and uh, Thong Cape Scooter Man. <laughs> <laughs> a duel for all times. It's... They're just gonna drive drive around the Capitol. Something tells me that you um, probably could. Like this seems like the kind of folks that would be game for this. Yeah, because yeah, that's the thing. Is like these things have to be driving themselves. Right. Otherwise, there's just absolutely no way. So then, what's the point? Um, the point is that speed will. Yeah, I guess it looks cool. It looks cool. Like, don't think about it so hard. Yeah. I know that I'm the one who's saying this, and and like I'm constantly thinking about things way too hard. But in this case, just don't think about it that hard. It's fun to watch them duel on a bike. They haven't done that yet. Okay. It's sick. (laughs) What, What do? it's on a bike will yeah 250 kilometers yeah. an hour apparently there's a video game version of this where you have to like steer while playing a card game what that's awesome that's the other reason yeah. why will is because you get to do this in uh in a video game and it's sick as hell god that's awesome you have 5d's video game i've heard that the um the the most recent like digital version of yeah it's Yu-Gi-Oh! called it's wheelie breakers wheelie breakers that's so sick and it's oh it's for the wii oh my god of course it's it for is. the wii it's so perfect oh my god let's watch this gameplay 1080p footage oh man it's cell shaded let's go straight it's got it. tilt controls <laughs> hell yeah you're like you're like zooming Just along and trying exactly to... what I wanted. See, this this proves my fucking point though of this game. Of course, you cannot read your opponent's cards. You're going at 250 <laughs> kilometers an hour. And... They're they're a fucking football field away from you. Right. And so they you you're lucky if you can hear the name of the card that they that they say. Like absolutely <laughs> not. Can you can you read I, the Yu-Gi-Oh I do text love the boxes? idea that like yeah, it it is just them going like I'm sorry, I couldn't catch that. Did I lose? Speaking of that fucking uh intonation, have you I don't know what the I don't remember what the um 
the English theme song is, but the Japanese version of the theme song is one of the worst sound designed things I've ever fucking heard. Like, oh yeah, the first five the English, seconds of it. The is English so cool. one is just butt rock. Oh, okay, man, I gotta go on better. Verve. Yeah, yeah you... the English one is just like "Go fast makes me feel alive." That's so better. Better than bullshit. I say that, but like. I'm sure that the song is like good, but the sound design of it is just awful. Like the first three seconds or so that where they're like panning over the bike and doing those like it, it it's like mimicking a robotic controlled camera where it's like sort of zooming around the bike is great because there's no voices yet. Um, but then it switches and um, the voices come in. And they're so quiet and so like crunched and compressed down into like a single register. And then the backing um, and instrumentation all also get quieter. And so it's just like this hardcore song that is like, and just like, as though they're whispering it to you on the other side of a telephone. And it's like, it's so weird and bad that I like, I don't know if this is a genre convention that I'm just not aware of. I mean, there's a lot of the times with anime, they'll have like one version of the theme song that they play at like the last episode or the second to last episode Yeah, where it has sound effects in it. But that's typically not like episode one here. Let's go. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds so weird. Oh, hold up. I still got the English going. Oh, come on. All right, let me... It's like season... You have yeah. to like select it through the seasons. Oh, God. Fucking... It's Verve, verve. baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I want to note very quickly that in the, in the video game, um, it seems to be that a, a prime... Like, there's a dedicated button for flipping your bike completely around and driving it backwards. <laughs> Hell, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, here we go. Yeah, this is just like really farty techno. <laughs> I think farty techno is generous even. It's just it's just weird. It's just like a weird crunched down non-audio. Yeah. It it's also like this guy's just kind of talking. Just kind of talking and not very loudly. God, the drums are so bad. <laughs> Like, they just don't make any sense with the rest of the music. No, not at all. <laughs> like, this guy's just going absolutely apeshit on this snare drum for yeah. no reason. <laughs> so anyway, the main the main plot of the show, I can, I mean, like, burn through very yeah, quickly. Yeah, we can like, go through that quick. Essentially, Yusei and his buddies live in Satellite City. Um, it, King, it turns out, was originally from there and part of their friend group, but he stole... Jack Atlas. Um, yeah, Jack Atlas, the king. I'm only referring to him as the king because he's the king. Um, oh, right. Uh, stole the D wheel that Yusei built uh, alongside mm-hmm. the the like prized card that the group found in the trash, um, which is Starlight Dragon or something like that. It's a dragon. Stardust. Stardust. It's it's yeah. the blue eyes white dragon of this season. Right, um, right, right. Yeah, it's it's the big the big monster. Yeah, and so um, that sucks for everyone. Um, they're all they're all pissed about it. And uh, Jack Atlas goes and becomes um, the best duelist. The best duelist. And makes a shit ton of money from the government. Or the king. The king. And um, 
they're all pissed about that. Yusei is our like extremely stoic, even more than usual protagonist. And so he's right. he's you know, PO'd uh and is is working to like build another D wheel and escape Satellite City in order to um uh, get out there and do the thing and and challenge Jack and get the uh the card back. And so he spends the first episode or two doing so. Um at some point uh oh Rally? Yeah, Rally is her name. Um, steals yeah. a, co- a component from the factory. Um, that's like the first thing that happens. Is yeah. She steals this chip, and it's like this will make your motorcycle go faster. And it does. It does make you go faster. She has a mm-hmm. marker, and that marker means that um, she is like trapped somehow. The secure. It's like definitely a dystopian, like hyper authoritarian yeah. control over this, and so. She got this like sticker on her face, as do other people who've like broken the law in the past. It, it's like a, a GPS tracker, um, and they immediately try to bear down on them. Um, and uh, Yusei runs away and splits, and um, uh, and then challenges yep. the cop to a duel, and he wins that, obviously. And and then he has to uh, go through a tube. To, to get escape. to get to the big city, yeah. There's like a, a trash chute that dumps all the trash and on like a near constant basis. But every month, there's like a three minute period where it stops for maintenance, and so he zooms down it and has to reduel the cop while he's doing it the second time. Yep. Yeah. And then he and then he gets through the tube and he has to fight against Jack Atlas and they. Uh, all right, so from what i watched i got like 15 episodes in but it's just like okay they fight and then some gigantic dragon shows up for whatever the hell reason because they both have some dragon signs on their arm uh and then the whole stadium blows up and they send yusei to jail and then yusei card games his way out of jail god it's so ridiculous and and makes his way back and then I fell asleep for a few episodes, <laughs> and then there was a big tournament where they had, like the big, big bad boy, uh, good one, yeah, had had gotten everyone with the with the dragon tattoos on into the tournament so that they would all be together so that they would summon whatever the hell it was, and it yeah. was something about like it's going to be the end of the world. Naturally. And at that point, I looked it up, and there are 128 episodes, and I was like, I can't. I cannot continue with this. Yeah, you made the right decision. Um, the whole thing is that there's, like, moment, and moment is a, like, perpetual motion machine that, that can derive infinite power. And there's, like, some conflict about it being a post, it like, possibly becoming a post-scarcity society while still wanting to maintain the power structures. Um, there's some other shit, too, but that's, like, a, a big a big part um okay at least that's a that's a good idea yeah yeah story no and apparently it like gets interesting and like the later half of it has um like pretty real dynamics and some like interesting story to tell um but i don't know that it's do they ever explain why jack atlas is the only human being with a british accent um no because didn't he grow up in garbage town too yeah, maybe he maybe why, he put it on as an Why does he not affect. have a tattoo? Um, I don't know. Uh, all right. I think he put it on as an affect. It's like it's yeah. like when 
it's when you like, move to the oh, new I'm city. I'm high class now. Look <laughs> at me, what, what. <laughs> and everybody's like, wow, oh, my God, where's he from? He sounds so wow, cool. so exotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't nicked these cards in this motorcycle. I did like the, um, like you say, his whole deck uh, and this is like it's just the, trash it's just trash shit like it's yeah it's, it's canonically awesome. trash cards that he like combines and and makes use of to do kind of cool things but they're all like into it's like a garbage deck and i like yeah that's like one of the things that i like the most about the Yu-Gi-Oh franchise generally is that they do there's like a commitment to the bit that i really respect Whereas, like, a lot of these other card games take themselves extremely seriously, including Magic takes itself extremely seriously. Um, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! is not uh, too good to change the entire way that the game works to include a speed to, mechanic to because just, the creator yeah. wants to put them on motorcycles. Like, well, and that's or, kind or of to awesome. just be like, oh, here's this, this kid's deck. Uh, it's all, like, cell phones and boom boxes and yeah. shit like that. <laughs> Like they're willing to create cards in their game because each of these are are cards that exist in the card game. They're not that, afraid that, to like, do that. You could read, yeah. That they that they could call a judge over and ask for the text on. <laughs> and the judge says, "I can't I, read it. I just, it's too far away." <laughs> I just want to see that happen like one time in the show. Just heck, Jack Atlas being like, "Judge." Judge, and they they slow. They both slow down their bikes to a standstill. They stop yeah. for a minute. Um, uh, the judge right. walks over, reads the card, can, reads the card again. Call somebody else over. Can we reads walk the card away again. from the table, and you can end it. You can explain to me how this interaction works. <laughs> the truth is, I don't fucking know. He's getting more Australian as I keep doing it. Yeah, and that I just mimicked your Australian. Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, good show. Good show. I had a good time. I like, thought it was more fun. I, yeah, than it's a lot of it's them. like not good, but it's super fun. Yeah, because they're, they're just willing so to just much, like throw shit uh, at the wall. I think one of my favorite moments in the show was like later on. You say he's like hanging out in a garage with some people, and he's like fixing up his motorcycle. Uh-huh. And one of the guys was another person who recently got out of the same jail that he got out of, and dude's like hey let me let me drive your motorcycle around let let me let me take it for a spin i won't won't be a scratch on it and he's like uh i don't know like oh well why don't we duel and if i if i win then i get to drive your motorcycle around and if you win then i don't know something else and then they go outside yeah so they go outside to like a a barren lot and then Jack shows up to- and is like, I'm giving you back your Stardust Dragon card so that you can use it in the tournament. And then they just don't do the duel. Good. Like, no, That's the only time like, it's ever made sense. It, it just <laughs> drops. They just drop the subject entirely. That's, you say that like it's a bad thing. I think that's the most realistic that the no, show will ever have been. It, if I were a kid, then I would have just felt like so blue-balled by that. Like they are <laughs> they aren't even doing it. Like I I haven't seen this guy's deck yet, I don't think. What's Why are, uh, why are we doing the thing? We're just not going to do it. We're not we're yeah. not going to do it. Sorry, we're not going to do it. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. The, it, this guy Jack showed up, he ruined the mood. Yeah. No one's 
No one's okay. down to duel right Back now. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they just didn't. They just didn't do it. I respect that. Um, which makes oh also far more a, another because, thing that's oh, yeah. very funny to me. Uh, I don't know if you saw Goodwin next to like his two um, like minions. Minions. Like he 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 has like a secretary and then this guy with like a purple way the fuck out their hair and the most receding hairline I've ever seen <laughs> for for someone that's willing to put their hair up. Um, but it's really funny that they're they're like half the size of him. Oh like my the God, that's just very the funny. scaling of characters is very weird in this show i'm gonna see if i can find him real quick because i think they show up in like episode four or five one of yeah it is one of my favorite parts about anime is um their uh complete willingness to scale people up or down depending on their power level oh yeah where they just don't care no it doesn't matter i'm just big yeah here this (laughs) oh my god that's even more than the the fucking introduction of these characters in the introduction of these characters they're much closer to normal size right like episode three or four yeah well this is episode four that's episode four okay yeah you've just seen them in like a different perspective up until now yeah and yeah now you just see that either goodwin is the tallest human being ever (laughs) which you do see you say uh next to the the secretary the the person on the left later in the series and they're about the same height i think uh, the person on the right is just a little like he's a little a bit little shorter, bit shorter sure. than you say but there's but, also the conversation that her and godwin have like in the hallway talking about how um jack atlas ran out that night um and the com- when they when they're having that conversation, they're like, "Oh, basically the same height." <laughs> yeah. So I think this is just like, I think this is just like a fuck up, or they were tr- what they were trying to represent. I don't is that know the two how of them you are like fucked that up though. Maybe right? Goodwin's and, just and like Goodwin's you never back. see his feet. Maybe he's just like standing on an apple crate. Yeah, he's just like, "Hang on, guys, I need to for the Hold shot. Up, I you need know. to, <laughs> I need to Tom Cruise myself up here." Exactly. Uh, uh, good. Time. So, do you have uh, any any parting thoughts? I just think it's fun. I just think it's neat. I really enjoyed this, do, do this level a, of bullshit yeah do you have a numerical review for us yeah it's um uh when when my uh junk whoever attacks uh and i've got this effect it it allows me to convert your defense type your monster in defense stance to attack which allows me to punch through for 1800 points of damage just enough to kill you ah damn yeah, now you don't right. get to give a review because you're dead. Well, you're in the shadow realm. That's the realm end of now. the podcast forever. Yeah. I'm off in the shadow realm. Don't I'm just going to appear a in a TV arc. or whatever the hell Yugi's grandpa did. <laughs> He'll possess somebody at some point. It's okay. Right. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to go simpler and just give it 9 out of 12 speed counters. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fun show. I would I would consider even watching more of it. Which is a high, 
a, a higher I, praise than 99% of the things that we watch. Yeah, it, it is one that I would just like throw on in the background. Yeah. While, while I'm doing other stuff. Yeah. It's uh, a good time. Just because the visuals are fun. And it's um, uh, got social issues that I uh, think are, are legitimately decently presented in this. Mm-hmm. Although they made their um, at the, the people playing card games too charismatic. That's, I mean, have that's you very seen... different from reality. Oh, that's true. That's true. But they <laughs> they are like the upper class in this, and the upper class are often charismatic, and that is their poison. Yeah, yeah, I guess. You know. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so next next week we're gonna continue on with anime. <laughs> And we're going to watch uh, it's Mr. Tonegawa next week, right? Yep. Mr. Mr. Tonegawa, uh, middle manager. Middle management blues. I'm so excited. Which, good God, this is like three good ones in a row. Yeah, this has been a good week. Slash awesome. Week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. See you then. Bye. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. Big thanks to the composer of our theme, Miles Morkery, and to Bernadette Meeker, the artist for our thumbnail. We're OnTwosPod on Twitter.com. Our website is OnTwos.club. You're the best. Good night. Good night. <laughs>